0: Good morning, and welcome to Simply Sports. It's Saturday, February 17th. On today's show, we delve into the Daytona 500 cheat sheet for 2024's Great American Race, and Pacers Matherin takes home the rising star's MVP title. Plus, NBA phenoms aim to elevate the all-star game to another level. This coverage and more, up next. I'm David, and you're listening to Simply Sports. We start off with a shift in focus from football to stock car racing as the NFL season wraps up and the attention of sports fans across the nation turns to Daytona, Florida, where the 66th edition of the Daytona 500 is set to take place. This event, often referred to as the Super Bowl of stock car racing, attracts millions of viewers, many of whom only tune into NASCAR once a year. To help us navigate the race and its key players, we have Michael from Simply Sports. Let's start with the favorites to win the race. Who should we be keeping
1: an eye on? Well, David, Denny Hamlin is a name that comes up often. He's a three-time winner of the Daytona 500 and is confident about his chances this year. If he wins again, he'll move into a tie for second with Cale Yarbrough trailing only Richard Petty's seven victories. Hamlin's confidence is backed by every major handicapper who have him as the favorite. Other names that are being mentioned include Kyle Butch, Ryan Blaney, Joey Logano, and Brad Keselowski. And who are some of the other drivers to watch out for? Kyle Larson is one to watch. He's won 17 races over the past three seasons and was the strongest car in his dual 150 on Thursday night. William Byron, Chris Buescher, Chase Elliott, and Bubba Wallace are also names that are being mentioned. Wallace, in particular, has finished second twice in the Daytona 500 and won at Daytona's cousin racetrack, Talladega Superspeedway, in 2021. What about some dark horses? Any potential surprises we should be aware of? Tyler Reddick, Carson Hosovar, Austin Dillon, Ricky Stenhouse Jr., and Michael McDowell are some names to keep in mind. Reddick won his Duel 150 on Thursday night, while Hosevar, who just turned 20 a few weeks ago, finished fourth in his qualifying race. Dylan has won at Daytona twice, including the 2018 Daytona 500, and Stenhouse is the defending race champion. McDowell, who won the 2021 Daytona 500, was the strongest car in his duel before getting out of the fray.
0: There are some big names who have never won the Daytona 500. Can you tell us about them?
1: Yes, there are several legends who have yet to win the Daytona 500. Martin Truex Jr., Kyle Butch, Brad Keselowski, Kyle Larson, and Chase Elliott have all had successful careers, but have yet to win this prestigious event. Bush in particular has achieved almost everything possible in the sport except for winning this race.
0: I hear there's a NASCAR Hall of Famer who's back in the race this year. Can you tell us about that?
1: Yes, that's Jimmy Johnson. He was inducted into the hall just one month ago. He's retired from full-time driving, but he's now a full-time team owner. This will be the first of nine planned races for the two-time Daytona 500 winner. He had a close call on Thursday night, but he managed to secure a spot in the race.
0: Thanks for the updates, Michael. Now, shifting our focus to the world of basketball, the NBA Rising Stars game saw Indiana Pacers guard Benedict Matherin lead Team Jalen to victory. Matherin scored 18 points and hit the game-winning shot in the semifinal appearance against Team Tamika before assisting in a balanced effort against Team Detlef in the final. For his performance, Matherin was named the game's MVP. Here to discuss this further is Bella, a correspondent for Simply
2: Sports. Bella, can you tell us more about Matherin's performance? Absolutely, David. Matherin put on quite a show. He was instrumental in leading Team Jalen to victory scoring the game-winning shot in the semifinal and contributing significantly in the final. His performance was so impressive that he received numerous MVP chants from the crowd at the Gainbridge Fieldhouse. And how did Matherin react
0: to these MVP chants?
2: Matherin was thrilled. He said it was fun to receive those chants and that he hasn't really gotten that feeling in the NBA. He expressed his ambition to be an MVP one day, so this was a great early taste of that feeling in his career. Can you explain the format of the Rising Stars game? Sure. The Rising Stars format, which started in 2023, splits rookies, sophomores, and select G-leaguers into four teams. These teams play semifinal games against each other to a target score of 40, and the final goes to 25. In the final, Team Jalen quickly took a 10-4 lead and controlled the game from there, eventually winning 26-13.
0: This isn't Matherin's first Rising Stars victory, is it?
2: No, it isn't. Matherin was part of Team POW, which won the event in 2023. So this is his second Rising Stars victory. Tell us about the semifinal
0: game. I understand Matherin had a chance to win it with free throws?
2: Yes, that's correct. Matherin, who is an 82.5% free throw shooter, had a chance to win the semifinal with a pair of free throws, but he missed both. However, he made up for it the next time down with a turnaround jumper for the win. What about the other teams? How did they fare? Team Pow, led by Victor Wembanyama, couldn't overcome Team Detlef in their semifinal, despite Wembanyama's impressive performance. Team Detlef led by as many as twelve, but Team Pow cut the lead to three late. In the end, G League Ignite forward Mattas Bazelis, who is eligible for the 2024 NBA draft, nailed a jumper to give his team the victory. And what's
0: next for these rising stars?
2: Well, the weekend isn't over for Wembanyama who will participate in the skills challenge on Saturday night. As for the others, they'll continue to hone their skills and make their mark in the NBA. Thanks for the updates, Bella.
0: Now, shifting our focus to basketball, the NBA's next generation of stars are looking to bring back the competitive spirit to the all-star game, a spectacle that has been criticized in recent years for its lack of intensity and defense. Here to discuss this further is Celeste, a correspondent for Simply Sports. So Celeste, what's the sentiment among these young players about the All-Star Game?
3: David, these young players are keen to change the perception of the All-Star Game. Scoot Henderson, the number three pick by the Portland Trail Blazers last year, believes that the All-Star Game should be more than just fun and games. He thinks fans want to see a competitive spirit and that the young players can bring that edge. Jaden Ivey, the number five pick in the 2022 draft, shares this sentiment. He hopes that this year's game will see players competing at a higher level.
0: What's been the issue with the All-Star Game in recent years?
3: The main criticism has been the lack of intensity and defense. Last year's All-Star Game, for instance, was widely criticized for its lack of care factor from the players. NBA Commissioner Adam Silver admitted that no one was happy with the experience. The game has become more about scoring, with the top eight highest-scoring All-Star games in terms of combined points all coming since 2014. So,
0: what are these young players suggesting to bring back the competitive spirit?
3: They believe it comes down to competing and having fun at the same time. Chet Holmgren, one of the frontrunners for Rookie of the Year this season, mentioned the idea of friendly competition among players who know each other well. He believes this could be great for the game. Utah Jazz rookie Keontae George also expressed a desire for a full game of competitive play, not just in the fourth quarter.
0: It will indeed be interesting to see if these young players can bring about the change they desire. Speaking of young players making a difference, let's turn our attention to a historic moment in Division I baseball. An East Carolina infielder and pitcher who lost a leg in a boating accident two years ago has become the first person to play the sport with a prosthetic leg. This remarkable achievement belongs to sophomore Parker Bird. Here to share more about this inspiring story is our correspondent, Abby. Can you tell us more about Bird's journey to this moment? Absolutely, David. Parker Bird's journey is nothing short of inspiring.
4: After a boating accident in 2022, which nearly cost him his life, Bird had his right leg amputated. He then underwent 22 more surgeries in a 45-day period. The path to get back on the field this season has been arduous, but Bird has shown incredible determination and resilience.
0: And how did his historic moment
4: unfold? Bird got his moment to remember when he pinch hit in the eighth inning of the Pirates' season opening victory over Ryder. As he walked to home plate, he was met with thunderous applause from the crowd. He reached base on a walk on a three to one pitch, drawing an even bigger reaction from the crowd. He was then pinch run for by designated hitter, Jason Genesco, who eventually scored East Carolina's 13th run of the game.
0: That must have been an emotional moment for everyone present. How did Bird and his coach react to this achievement? Bird
4: described the moment as absolutely phenomenal and expressed his gratitude towards his family, teammates, coaches, and the fans. ECU manager Cliff Godwin shared in the emotion, calling it one of the proudest moments he's ever had as a coach. He also mentioned that the umpire, a veteran of 17 to 18 years,
0: said it was the coolest moment he has ever been a part of. It's certainly a moment to remember. Has there been any reaction from the wider baseball community? Yes, indeed.
4: Former major leaguer Jim Abbott who himself played 10 professional seasons and threw a no-hitter for the New York Yankees, despite being born without a right hand, was among
0: those to offer congratulations to Byrd on social media. That's a testament to Bird's determination and resilience. What's next for him? Bird's journey
4: is far from over. He's made his college debut, but he's determined to continue playing and contributing to his team. His story is a powerful reminder of the
0: strength of the human spirit and the power of perseverance. Indeed, a truly inspiring story. Thanks for sharing, Abby. And with that, we wrap up our stories for today. Thanks for listening to Simply Sports. We'll see you back here tomorrow.